1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of our series Terpene Talk. To refresh your memories, or if you're new here, terpenes are what give your cannabis buds the wonderful smell, taste, crystal look, and they set up your entire experience on how you will feel while consuming any strain. So we know that there are many terpenes out there and we aren't covering them all, but so far, um, what we have talked about is linalool, limonene, mer- well, mercine, and carophyllene, or, Brandon, how you say it? Carophyllene. yes. Um, and today we're going to finish our series with pinene and terpinene, terpinene. Terpenoline.
0: (laughs) Terpenoline. Wiki, wiki. (laughs) So let's dive in, Brand. Okay, guys. So starting off with terpenaline, this isn't one that you hear about often. It's not one that I really knew about. And I was like, this... Terpene sounds like the word terpene, yeah, terpenaline, you know? I just
1: found out about it like two months ago, actually. So yeah. when you said that you, that's what you picked, I was like, huh, just kind of,
0: I don't, I actually don't know anything about this. So we're about to find out together. Put your listening ears on <laughs> because this one, like I said, it's not one you hear often, which is why it's probably the least common terpene. It's also usually only present in small amounts and it's not usually the most dominant. So terpenaline is known for an arrays of smells and not just one. So like most terpenes that we know, you know, like linalool has a lavender smell, you know, limonene is more lemon and, you know, yours today saw pinene, which is obviously piney. Yeah. <laughs> but um, this one, it's, it has like an array of them, which is piney, floral, herbal and a little citrusy and it has more of an orange color whenever you see the bud so a great way to describe the way that terpenaline taste and smell is fresh wow which is i think that's I like pretty that. i think that's pretty like I, it sounds like very simple but yeah. like most of the time you're like oh that smells cheesy that smells earthy mm-hmm. you yeah. know what i mean that yeah, smells yeah. like um i don't know like a not say the word musty because yeah, like, I why you would you buy musty <laughs> But fresh is not always, you know, it's not yeah. something you always describe yeah. it as. Um I but like that. Yeah, me too. Fresh Prince of Terpen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, like most terpenes, terpenaline is it's not just unique to cannabis. You can also find it in lilacs. Wow. Nutmeg. Tea tree, apples, and cumin. And you also find this one as an additive in cleaning products and soaps with its fresh scent. And also, it's known for having really uplifting effects, which is also why you like smoking Golden Goat because oh. it's Golden Goat is one of the strains that terpenaline is just dominant in. Apparently, really? this strain, or not the strain, this terpene, is rare. And like I was saying earlier, it, um, wow. My thoughts. Oh, it is, it's, Sorry it's not, it's not known, you know, yeah. to, to be dominant. That's in, crazy. I did it. not know it was in golden goat.
1: That is my favorite strain if you do or do not know. And that's the strain that I always say. It does not get me high. Like I've smoked so much of it and it just, yeah. it doesn't get me high, but it makes me feel like awake, it's a good headspace. Golden good is yeah, for sure. It's like definitely mood boosting, but I can function. Like I've smoked in probably two or three grams in probably an smoking? hour. Yeah, you've Smo- wow. I smoked it. Sorry, smoked. like two or three grams in probably an hour, but like I wasn't high. I just was like, okay, like. Let's do more. What else do we need to do? I just felt very like hungry, but like motivated hungry. And that's how I always feel. And I just am ready to get stuff done, checklist. I need to buy some more of that. I know. If anybody knows anywhere to get good golden goat, please let us know. It's hard to find golden goat, I feel like. I know. Sunday Extract, I actually just had their cured resin um, cartridge and it was golden goat and it was... So good. I literally went through it in a week. It was
0: really so I love that. But then I also like love the flower. Flour. I know. Like it is not, concentrates are not the same as smoking a flower to me. I know. Remember when we had Willie's Reserve in Colorado,
1: mm-hmm. that golden goat, that was my first time to actually have it. And it was, that's when I fell in love. We're going to get more of
0: it soon. We have to. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so strains with this terpene, like we said Golden Goat, and Ghost Train Haze, have never tried that one actually. Wow. Orange Cookies, Dutch Treat XJ13, never had, nor have I ever heard of that one. Really? Golden Pineapple and Jack Herrera, which is a very popular one. And apparently it's one in 10 strains. Um, I'm sorry. Apparently, about one in ten strains is terpenaline dominant. If that kind of like puts it into per, perspective, I feel like,
1: oh, wow, that's you know, very like little. it's
0: rare. So yeah. one in ten strains is that dominancy. Yeah. Whenever I feel like, yeah, that's that's crazy. We're all learning here, <laughs> anyways. It's like- so I think it's impressive, and it's it has a lot of like capa- capabilities of producing like hundreds of different cannabinoids. That's really cool. I know. Wow. Terpenaline, yeah. guys, for brand. Thank you. <laughs> Self claps. Uh. So,
1: pinene—that is what I'm covering today. And what is pinene? You guys are wondering. Well, all of the terpenes we've talked about thus far um, are pretty common in day to day, except for terpenaline. in day to day, but also cannabis. Pining reminds me of, like, the forest, outdoorsy, woodsy. It's one of my, like,
0: favorite smells. Yeah, I love... I feel like you find it in, like, Guy's Cologne. Like, yes. something that's, like, a musty, yes. like, an earthy. Like, I feel like pining is, like, mm. Yeah,
1: I, I do love that smell, and I do agree with that. It's... Um, has very earthy and undertones and flavors, actually, is the next thing I was going to say. Pining is found in plants such as dill, basil, rosemary, and parsley. Really potent things. Yes, like flavor, very flavorful Smelly, things. Yeah. And um, it also can be found in orange peels, which I actually didn't think about that. Um, I guess that
0: kind of, okay, this is maybe a bad comparison, but you know, like, In the fall when people have, like, oranges and cinnamon sticks. Yeah, okay, yeah. That kind of reminds me.
1: Okay, that's actually a good comparison, I would say.
0: Yeah, like, or they, like, put them in a bowl yeah, or something. I'm going to smell an
1: orange the next time I see one and see if I smell piney. (laughs) The (laughs) next time you see
0: one. Because (laughs) we don't have them
1: (laughs) Out in the wild. Um, But obviously pine trees are piney as well. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Um. But so this terpene, what is it good for? It's really good for pain and inflammation, which I feel like is very common amongst most of the terpenes, which is nice because when you combine it with other terpenes, For example, like limonene and myrcene, it's like daytime pain is the best way to do it. So you can function during the day, but also cure your pain. So that's kind of how you put terpenes together when you're looking at terpene profiles or when you ask somebody, hey, like, can I see this? So that's kind of how you determine what time of the day and all the things that it's going to be good for. But anyways, um, it's also really good for anxiety and cancer and, um, it has said to help respiratory issues, which I always find with every terpene that I I have talked about, It's there is always one underlying thing, which it's interesting that they say respiratory because I would not think that with yes. cannabis. and Yeah, I except mean, if you're like inhaling smoke. Exactly. You're kind of like,
0: what? But yeah. But then the... It's probably also the method that you do it, not just obviously smoking. But but you still get so many medicinal benefits from inhaling the smoke, which all the terpenes and cannabinoids have in the plant. So I can see why it's not... You look past just smoke in your lungs, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: oh, absolutely. And I mean, it also depends on how you're inhaling it too. There's so many... I mean, you don't just have to smoke a pipe or hit the bong or smoke a joint. You can do a PAX vapor. You can do a... um, Crap, I'm just blanking on the name. Oh, a volcano. That's what I have, and I I really enjoy that. So there's different ways to consume for you to get all of the benefits. But anyways, um, kind of went on a tangent there. But respiratory issues, yeah, I thought that was very interesting. And if you have respiratory issues, then that might be something to look into and do a little bit of research. But it's also been said to uh, be really good for boosting memory, which... While I was reading about this, it said that there was a lot of studies, or not a lot, but studies that people, and doctors, and scientists mm-hmm. had done, that it was good for Alzheimer's, which I thought was wow. interesting.
0: Yeah, it. Um, if, if we could get more elderly people to smoke cannabis, yeah, you know, or just be educated. I'm, and I'm just want thinking, to drive. like, I'm just thinking, like, in a, a nursing home, yeah. like, what if you were to walk in a nursing home and mm-hmm. everyone is just blowing down i know i wonder if in states
1: like seattle and colorado they have like cannabis specific nursing homes where that's how I they wonder. do healing we should do research that's yeah, actually really cool because i'm be just really thinking cool like
0: you know alzheimer's yeah. and dementia and yeah. all that like people in nursing homes mm-hmm. a lot of people have those issues yeah. and yeah. i just it's well not- i remember when i went to um nature's key
1: one time to pick up um anyways i went to nature's key uh the i don't can't remember who the lady was, but she said that they were like um, doing... St- I don't know how true this is, but she said that they were doing studies um, with patients who had Alzheimer's and it was helping them, but they were doing like a 25 CBD to one THC and it helped because it helped slow them down. Like they were... Like edibles? Yeah. They so were taking patients, edibles. Yeah, I guess okay. it wasn't really a study, but I'm sure they were yeah. working with patients yeah, to see. Yeah, an
0: experiment. Yeah,
1: and um, just that little bit of... THC Hmm. with all that CBD helped slow their minds down. So like all the irritation that they feel
0: with Alzheimer's and forgetting,
1: they can actually like hone in and focus on one thing.
0: Wow. That would be cool to like be somebody who was like a cannabis medicine nurse or something. And you like walked into the nursing homes and you helped, you know, know, you helped certain people like figure out a plan of like what worked best for them and you got them their cannabis and like they got to partake and like mm. and that'd be awesome that would be instead really of cool. like them walking around really with wonder. like their pills like their yeah. little thing and like the little white things that you put your ketchup in at brahms yeah. like those have your pills in it and they like time to take your pill yeah and then it's like freaking put it in their mouth like what if it was a cannabis related instead well cool. what if that exists though we should and we, we maybe we need to do research if that not would be really cool. we need to jump in i know Anybody? Wow. sharing Everybody. our ideas on national <laughs> TV. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh man, continue
1: and tell us all um, about pinene. Okay, so strains that uh, you, <laughs> Brandon's got my train of thought messed up here. Uh, always, strains baby. Strains that you can look for that are high in pinene, um, Blue Dream, which is actually what we just smoked before this. Harlequin, Critical Mass, and O.G. Kush, which O.G. Kush was also found in another one of the terpenes, and I want to say it was
0: mm. Mersine. But... Critical Mass? I've never heard of that. Crit- we've Really? Critical Mass? Yeah, we've had it at our dispensary twice. I've never heard of Critical Mass in my yeah. life. That's crazy.
1: Wow. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, guys, the reason that we did this terpene talk was to educate you guys, but also... Um, not reiterate, but what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, Sabah. It's like signify, but just like... Signify. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but pretty much just to voice the importance of... Knowing your terpenes and your... Searching test.
0: for your medicine, yeah. what suits your body the best. Yes,
1: and asking the your bud tenders and local dispensaries for the test results so that you can see what terpenes are for you and why your flower smokes the way it does. And are you looking for daytime pain relieving? Are you looking for a nighttime sleep medicine? Like, what are you really looking for? So that's why we did this. Sorry, that was a ramble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, and that is good sob. That is very well said. And um, to close out this episode, we really just appreciate you listening to our terpene talk series. And we hope that we were able to give you some insight on what terpenes are how they work and how they benefit our bodies and just how wonderful they are, period. And if it wasn't for terpenes, we wouldn't have a beautiful cannabis plant that smells, tastes, and targets our bodies. So shout out to Mother Nature. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out Mother Nature. We all love her. Smoke weed every day. Bam. (laughs) That was the perfect time. We haven't done that in a long time. Oh my goodness. Anyways, guys, (laughs) stay tuned for the next Cannabis Hangout episode. (laughs) And as always, stay (laughs) medicated.
1: Thanks for listening
0: to today's show.
1: Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong, available now at dopehistory.com.